0: Welcome to Newborn to Teen and Everything in Between, the podcast from Bespoke Family.
1: I'm Bex. And I'm Claire. Thanks for joining us as we tackle the ups and downs of life with children, helping you to get the best out of your time together. No rules, no judgment, just guidance. So grab a cuppa and let's get started with today's episode.
0: to this episode of Newborn to Teen and Everything in Between. We are going to be talking all things grandparents today. We had a little chat before we came to record this and we were kind of like, where do we go with this? But actually, there's lots to talk about with grandparents. And um, just before we did do this, Claire did a bit of Googling, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Found a few stats, which I thought would be useful to start off the podcast with.
1: Yep. So, and i well, I did start off by saying I doubt there's any stats and then realised that it's there's quite a, lot. a big thing. Um, so from the dov- gov.uk website, some top grandparent facts are that one in four working families and one in three working mothers use grandparents for childcare. 63% of all grandparents with grandchildren under 16 help out with childcare. 63%? In... Yeah. It's high, isn't it? It is high, yeah. One in five grandmothers provide at least 10 hours a week of childcare. Um, and then the proportion of grandparents who are of working age is set to grow as retirement age gradually gradually rises. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's just that sheer number of grandparents that are supporting with childcare. I'm not hugely surprised because... You know, the cost of childcare in the UK at the moment with nurseries or childminders, or anything like that, it's, it's hard, isn't it? And sometimes, you know, you have to find ways of cutting down those costs. But then not everyone obviously has grandparents to fall back on, and we're very aware of that. But because of the sheer numbers that are, I think this, you know, we wanted to cover it as a topic, didn't we? Because it can bring up Mm. great things but it can also bring up tricky things as well
0: yeah I mean my mum looked after Ben and Amy when they were little um, and uh, mainly because I mean I went back to work pretty much full-time at one I mean I did a bit of part-time and then went back full-time but the cost of a childminder like you say was just unbelievable and so I mean, really, I worked to pay the childminder and then mum did any extra. So, I mean, it really was quite, it's quite a stretch. And and I was really lucky that mum was so prepared to do that for us because, you know, it's a big thing to ask somebody who has had their own children, who are now grown up, to then take on, Mm -hmm. you know, the responsibilities. And as an older person, it's not it's not as easy as it was when i mean it's exhausting when you're a parent never mind when you know you're i mean although they all say oh, it's lovely can give them back blah 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 all that stuff but i think as a grandparent there's probably quite a few questions that you need to ask yourself before you actually even well and as a parent before mm-hmm. you say to your 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 um your own parent you know would you care for the children um i mean my Uh, mum used to come here, home, Mm -hmm. um, to look after the children, which I think was much better because, of course, if you're taking children to your own home,
1: it's got to be set up for children, hasn't Mm -hmm. it? Like if you're a grandparent. And also, as a grandparent, do you want to change your whole house to accommodate? a child? You know, safety gates and all of those sort of things. And personally, I think it's probably easier to go to... Their own house where you've got everything, so yeah. but then that doesn't work for everybody, and that's not necessarily going to be everyone's thing. And what other things do you have to think
0: about then, if you're if you're thinking of either having your parents um, as or on the other side, if you're actually thinking that you're going to offer to have your grandchildren? But I think
1: if you if you're thinking of asking the grandparents, you have to really think about it. Because it does change a relationship. Your parents are providing you with childcare. And so that changes that whole dynamic. And I've got friends whose parents have said right from the outset, we won't be providing childcare. That is not our thing. And why have they said why? Well, one, they've retired, so they want to enjoy their retirement and go off and do what they do. They don't want to be restricted to having to be at home on certain days and all of those sorts of things and that can creep into more because if the child's home from sick you know from school or whatever it might mean that you need them extra um but they've just said they don't want it to change their relationship they want to be grandparents they don't want so they don't want to be that carer as such that they have to have those conversations with their own children about their grandchildren Um, and it's not like you know typical it's a bit like being an auntie it's a bit like being you know a grandparent it's nice to pop in do all the fun stuff hype them up to oblivion and leave but if you are providing childcare, you've got to do the discipline you've got to do you've got to follow the rules you've got to do all the routine stuff and that that changes that dynamic. Now, for some people, that massively works. Um, and some grandparents absolutely love it. They love that whole thing of going back mm. to having the children, you know, but it's not for everyone. And I think if you're going into it, assuming your parents or parent is going to want to provide childcare, be very careful because they may feel bad for saying no. Um, And actually really think about the relationship and how it's going to work, because you have got to make that definition.
0: It definitely is um, something that does work for some people and doesn't for others. And I was lucky in that actually what it did do was strengthen the relationship between the children and my mum. Um, And Rich's mum and dad, to some extent, provided some childcare as well. So, you know, it does it. It did definitely strengthen that relationship. And I think she felt like it. But sometimes it is tricky. So, for Mm -hmm. example, my mum breastfed me and my sister. Mm -hmm. I did breastfeed the twins right at the beginning. But when by the time mum was looking after them, they were being bottle fed. Now, of course, I mean, even now things have changed since my twins were bottle fed. But, you know, to explain to somebody that you have to make up a bottle
1: mm-hmm. as
0: they need it, you've got to cool it down, you can't, you know, all of these kinds of things, it's completely alien to, mm-hmm. you know, somebody who raised children, in my case, 37 years ago. You know, all of a sudden you're learning a, a whole host of new things. When mm-hmm. I mean, there were things like... um you know, uh, we've done a podcast on um, first aid emergencies, mm-hmm. but, you know, there's things like that. Car what scenes. happens if, that? yeah, baby <laughs> chokes, what hap- how do they do that? You know, all those things mm-hmm. that you actually have to think, well, if you're leaving them with a qualified childminder or a nursery, um, actually, I mean, hopefully you don't have to worry about those things because, you know, you're leaving them in the capable hands of, but if you're asking your parents to do it, you have got to be realistic about how much you're going to have to teach them mm-hmm. and how much trust you're going to have to put in them. Because And I think
1: it all it's... comes back to practicalities as well. Like what time do you need? Because what time do you have to get to work? So are you kind of having to drop the children off at a very early time or expecting your parent to come to your house very early? Um, what time do you get home? You know, do you have to go for meetings that are going to run on? Those sorts of things all do have, you know, an impact and have to be thought of. And like you say, all the stuff, and it's really hard, isn't it? Because if you hear that phrase, well, I raised you, didn't I? You're all right. Yeah. Look at you. You. You, you made it. You. You know. You're all right. And it's like, yeah, that's And that, I would say, I hear the most from so many parents where they're trying to work out that relationship with their parents once they've had children and this doesn't necessarily mean if the grandparent is having you know to provide childcare. this is just generally it's you know when you say oh do you mind doing it like this just because it's like well we didn't have to do that in your day like my day we just did this you're fine Mm. and it's like yes well That's not... And I even have it, and I don't have children. But, you know, my parents, if I have my godchildren here or whatever... And um, it was a few months ago, and my dad said something to one of the children that I had. And I went, Dad, we we don't talk like that anymore. And he's like, what are you on about? And I was like, we just don't say those sorts of things. I think he said something about... Oh, she what did he say? Oh, I know. likes her food, didn't she? And I'm like, dad, no. <laughs> and he's like, what? And I went, just stop that. And afterwards he's like, really? And I'm like, yes. And I'm, and I'm thinking, you're probably really glad I haven't had children because I don't know if you'd get, <laughs> you'd be constantly be told. No, no, no. <laughs> um, stop speaking. But you know, as he said, I, you know, I, I've done I've done all right. You, you're fine. And I'm like yes, but that's not the case. Like this is how we do it. and it it is a that's the tricky one to come over. and I think it is mm. if, even if it's just a relationship thing and you know you find that you're having challenging relationships because your parents or even your in-laws, if that's the you know your partner's um family, if people have an opinion, And they're saying, well, no, we'll just do it like this. And you're struggling with that. You're going to have to have those conversations. And I think Mm -hmm. this whole thing, this whole situation, at some point will require a conversation. Whether it's that they provide childcare and you're going to speak to them about how that works, or it's just generally how you are choosing to raise your children and what you need them to be on board with.
0: Yeah, I mean, I suppose you have to kind of almost put it over to a business relationship footing, which, you know, can be really, really difficult. Um, You know, how do you, you know, because I hear, and this sounds awful, but, you know, I hear my neighbour shouting at her grandchildren. Now, I'm not saying, you know, that this is no judgment whatsoever, because I have, you know, obviously she's probably heard me shouting at my children <laughs> even now. <laughs> but, you know, that's the thing, isn't it? Because the thing is, it's all very well for you to shout at your own children. But is it okay for your mum or your dad or, you know, to shout at your children? And I, But actually, if they're looking after them, mm-hmm. they, you know, and that's how they kind of want, you know, they feel that that's a situation that required a strong word, mm-hmm. then actually... To tell them they can't do that, for example, is mm-hmm. really, really hard.
1: Yep.
0: Um, and you have to kind of think to yourself, you know, I know, for example, that my mum would shout at me if I'd done something. So mm-hmm. I knew that if they did something, that's what would happen. Yeah. You know, and even still now, and sometimes I'm like, come on, you need to stop now because, you know, don't just leave it. And you just feel really awful. Mm-hmm. But you know, and also you don't necessarily know what goes on. Like, Mum took um, Ben and Amy to a farm once, and uh, Ben climbed up on a wall that he shouldn't have, but Mum didn't see him because she was having a cup of tea at the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> and he climbed, <laughs> and he climbed up on the wall, and he ran. He fell off because there was a coping stone or something on the top. Which was loose was obviously why you weren't allowed to climb up there. He ran over crying to her, and he'd really hurt his arm. Anyway, she's like, "Oh, you'll be fine. Don't worry." <laughs> da, da 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 da. You know the whole stop yeah. crying kind of thing. You know that's another thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Of course, you wouldn't say that now, would you? Stop crying. You'll be fine. So came home, and she's like, "He's fine. Don't worry about it. He's absolutely fine." Anyway, the next day, I'm like, "He really doesn't look very well," <laughs> and he's like, "It really does hurt, mummy." <laughs> Anyway, he had fractured his arm <laughs> and was in plaster. Um, you know, I did take him, but three days it took, you know, it was like, and I, you know, I felt awful, but actually, you know, I was, fo- and you know, I was following mum's lead, you know, she'd yeah. said this, but, you know, this is the thing, you know, actually, mm-hmm. you have to trust
1: yeah.
0: that, you know, this is, anyway, I said, don't leave them unattended again, mother.
1: <laughs> no matter how much you need a cup of tea. <laughs> but I think it, it's it, the related, the parent grandparent child relationship is a really, you know, I think back on my memories of my grandparents. Now, they didn't provide childcare um, because mum and dad were both on the farm. And so I was always around with that. Like they, they worked it around them. However, I always went to my mum's mum and dad every Tuesday afternoon after school. And that was just the routine. Mum had to go all the way across town to drop me off from <laughs> my grandparents, to drive all the way back to go milk in, to then drive back all the way to pick me up again because neither of my grandparents drove. But I remember those things. Like, I was at their house, you know, I used to brill cream my granddad's hair in curlers. Um, and he used to just sit there Aww. and all those sorts of things. But I, they are such strong memories. Such, like, powerful memories. Ooh. Oh, okay.
0: It is and I remember going to stay with Granny and Grandpa because they, in fact we lived um, in St Albans but and they lived up in um, Bur- near Birmingham, Stourbridge and so we, if we went we'd go and we'd stay for the weekend and mum and dad would go and do whatever and I always remember mum coming to pick us up and she said, Jill, you need to start using Vosine on these girls hair <laughs> You know the Vosine, the old yeah, the horrible stuff shampoo Yeah <laughs> the- <laughs> <laughs> that I think that they're starting to get dandruff. And I'm sure Vosine will help. And you can see my mum's face like, thanks very much, mum. Yeah. You know, like, you, it's that
1: it's that whole kind of relationship, yeah. isn't it? Mine Even was then. my fascination yeah. of my granny's false teeth. Oh. <laughs> because she used to put them in a cup in the bathroom. And yeah. <laughs> I was fascinated by them. And I remember being in the bathroom and being like, wow, what are they... <laughs> why do you have those and all this sort of thing but like i i have those memories they they, and i you know for anyone that's listening that potentially doesn't have that relationship around their parents and potentially grandparents aren't an active part very often you find people through your friend like your friend's parents or your friends take up that kind of you know position so it's not to feel that your child is missing out necessarily because everyone has family situations that sometimes mean that they're no longer with us or that relationships haven't you know mm-hmm. been able to be maintained um but i would say you know my parents act like grandparents to my friend's children because they just do mm. and my friends kind of take them in as a, you know surrogate grandparents and um so i just wanted to say that because i think if anyone's listening thinking oh you know they haven't got those memories because we don't live near our families or anything like that and Mm -hmm. it is it's you know each family has its own dynamic but if you Mm -hmm. do have parents
0: but actually you could argue that although we're talking about um people who aren't childbinders or who aren't a nursery looking after children. You could equally say that if you and a friend shared childcare, yes. for example, um, you would have to have the same kind of conversations or the same kind of I mean, although they probably would be more up to date, you don't know how what their parenting style is. You don't know, you know, if they potentially would I don't know, perhaps they would cut corners with different things. And you think, mm-hmm. well, actually, you know, that maybe, for example, they've prepared all the bottles in advance and you're like, oh, well, actually, you know, those are things where mm-hmm. you do have to have, you know, you can be in a situation where you have really, really tricky conversations to have. And I know that, I mean, we've written a blog on this, haven't we? But I think yeah. one of the things that um, you're very keen to stress is that in in that blog is that you have got to keep talking you mm. can't and you can't all of a sudden spring stuff on people so you kind of store it up and store it up and store it up and then just get really <laughs> cross and say and, and you know and end up with an argument you have actually got to be
1: um you you've got to keep it keep talking haven't you you have and if you are doing the childcare route you're going to have to assign time where that is what you talk about in a more of an official way than it Mm. being over Sunday lunch. When you're all together as a family, you need to define your family time and you need to define when it's, you know, potentially about childcare and for Mm -hmm. all parties. So it's like, we'll have, you know, a catch up once a month or once a week, whatever you want to do that's where we sit down and we talk about hours you know what's been going on what are we happy with what we're not happy with. and bearing in mind both parties can come to that meeting with points and you're going to have to and it's not personal it's not about your relationship that's what that has to be taken out this is purely about this setup and this situation and what you know Both parties need to get out of it. And so 100% communication is vital in making this work. But on the flip side of that, it's also making sure that you have that family time or that time where you Mm. are with your friend, if that's who's providing your childcare, that isn't related to... Because I think what also can happen is this assumption that, well, you've seen the children all week. So you probably don't want to see them at the weekend. But then when do Mm -hmm. the grandparents get to see you guys as a family?
0: Yeah. When you're there as well, because you're
1: coming in and out of work. Yeah. And so then they miss that relationship Mm -hmm. with you. So it is sort of striking that balance and never assuming.
0: And I think before you even start, you need to kind of say, okay, we need to have a a chat about this. So as just as an example, my mum got membership to the zoo mm-hmm. for the children and she took them to the zoo quite a lot. She did pack lunches for them and then she might have taken them out for something to eat. So the question then is, who's going to pay for this? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like the zoo membership, yeah, that's fine. But if you do want to take them out, then you need to pay for lunch because we could take a packed lunch, you know. There's those kind of things mm-hmm. which can be a bit tricky because if you then have your mum or dad or friend taking the children out um, for, you know, big meals all the time, and actually you'd prefer them to have a picnic lunch, then that can be a little bit, oh, actually, you know, Mm -hmm. we don't really want to be paying for this. And you end up getting A big bill I mean we've done this before said to the children or you can have a takeaway when they've had grandparents looking after them here and we've come back and mum's gone oh the takeaway was 50 pounds and you're like what for three of you you know it's like she said yes the children ordered it you know it's like you really have to have like think I mean obviously that isn't when they were little but you know you have to really have to um think about
1: children living their best life on that one yeah
0: yeah, dominoes coming yeah. out of their ears, but you know it's it is yeah. stuff like that that you've just got to go. Oh, before we go down this route, we need to talk about all the things that might be a, a, a situation.
1: But it's also just generally in the day. So, do you provide the food if if their parent yeah comes to your house and they're obviously eating with the children? You know, they have to eat so are they eating your food so you're going to have to make sure the fridge is stocked in order to feed everybody but then if your child or children go to your to the grandparent are you sending food with them that can mount up and we have we have got to bear in mind that some grandparents will be on a state pension not everyone's going to be in a position yes.
0: although remember what you what you found out in case anybody didn't know, just to point to...
1: I did find out in my little Googling session. Yes, that they can now claim up... Grandparents who are looking after their grandchildren can now claim up to £2,300 extra towards their state pension as of the 1st of October 2020.
0: So That's definitely something worth investigating if you haven't hadn't heard about that already. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, that could... Because the cost is to both grandparents... Because... It's funny, isn't it? Because although you don't think as a grandparent, oh well they'll pay for this, that but what if they take them out, then there's petrol, isn't there? Or there's mm-hmm. the petrol coming over to your house. You know, it's all those incidentals that you think, oh, actually, as you mm-hmm. as a grandparent, you don't what you don't want to do is to start to resent that.
1: But it's heating, electricity, yeah. oh, God,
0: all those yeah. sorts of things. Oh yes, heating. Heating. God, my mum, she had one. it on about twenty five. Yeah. Luckily, it wasn't as expensive then as it is now. But yeah, well, you do, especially when you're at home with children. You do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So, I
1: know there is a lot to think about. It isn't just a case of the children popping round and it all being hunky-dory. And the key bit is don't let it impact on a relationship to from the negative perspective. And that's when it comes back to that communication essential Mm -hmm. really
0: yeah there may be also a complete different like like I said before I suppose a complete different approach in terms of the way that children should be brought up and actually you know for example um you know when you were little you'd be told if you didn't eat up all your main course you wouldn't get any pudding so Mm -hmm. that obviously the approach of that has now changed so that you wouldn't do that kind of food bribery but T- try telling your mum well that's what we always did we always okay. you always did that you didn't get any pudding da, 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 you know and they might think it's really odd that you potentially serve um you know fruit alongside a main course because mm-hmm. you know you're trying to just make it that nothing's you know more yummy than the other thing um and they they might think that's really odd so trying to explain that to them can be quite tricky can't it mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. And there may be things that you disagree on. And that's where you're going to have to again have that agreement of, well, when they're with you, I'm okay with that. I'm okay for them to do that. But at home, that's not what we do.
0: Mm.
1: But then you have your non-negotiables. The ones that are absolutely, we both do the same thing. um, And that it has to stay consistent. And that you are respecting each other in that actually this is how we're raising the children
0: and you've got to be careful not to talk about it in front of the children haven't you yes like oh well grandma's always saying that but she's wrong blah 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 or well mummy shouldn't have said that to you or whatever Mm -hmm. you know it could it's easy to do especially if you're frustrated it's Mm -hmm. easy to do but you really really have to try and bite your tongue don't you if you feel Mm -hmm. like that Because the children should 100% not know any different, really, Mm -hmm. should they?
1: I think the other point to raise is at some point, sometimes I found that the children may grow out of wanting to be at grandparents' childcare, so So they might want to be Particularly if the children go to the grandparents' house for you know after school and things like that, it's like well they don't have my things. I want, yeah no wanna... Xbox. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, yeah, yeah. Um, but sometimes they just want to go home and be at home, mm. and they just want to veg out, or they just want to be in their own home. Ultimately, have their stuff. Yeah, they want to do things with their friends, and they want to have play dates. And it's like, are your parents able to facilitate that? Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it's also understanding that there will be a time when actually and this happens with all childcare, you know, there was children that used to grow out of after school club and be like I don't want to go, I don't like Mm -hmm. it anymore You know,
0: they're all babies yeah.
1: Yeah, Or don't want to go to the childminder because only babies go to childminders and all those sorts of things. So it happens across the board but it's also being prepared for that because from a grandparent perspective it's not rejection like personal rejection they still love you and they still want but it's just them growing up and changing and it's again that conversation that will have to come and understanding that you know as a grandparent they may say those things because they often say things to their own parent that Mm -hmm. are tricky to hear but if their relationship with their grandparent is very similar and very open because they spend a lot of time with them there's also that preparation for being quite honest
0: mm, definitely and you you definitely need to make sure that if your your parents or your friends or i mean i don't know how that would work in terms of payments and things but if you've got your parents particularly or your parents-in-law looking after, you've got to make sure that you really know how much, how grateful you are for mm-hmm. them doing it. Because, you know, usually there's no payment, you know, it's, it's just like the, the incidentals and they do it for the love of it. Um, and that, it, you know, it is a big thing, it's a big ask. Um, yeah. And I think sometimes we forget how much of a big ask it is um, because they're our parents, you know, they do everything for us. That is quite a you know, we're now parents ourselves and actually, you know, it, it's a big thing to kind of expect from them and so
1: Can yeah. you see yourself if if Ben and Amy decide to have children? Could you see yourself and Rich offering to have the grandchildren?
0: You see you see, I think it'd be along the, the same thing that your some of your friends have said in that yes absolutely but not on a commitment basis yeah. you know because i know that you know mum had them every tuesday and every thursday now that meant that if she went on holiday i had to like almost you know it was a bit like when somebody you know asking if they can have annual leave you know <laughs> you had to, you have to find cover don't you so you'd have to be very very careful or if you had four sets of grandparents, perhaps you worked it between you and you could do that, or, you know, another one grandparent, you could work it beti- between you. I mean, I would love to do it, but equally I wouldn't want to ruin the relationship with with anybody. You know, I'd want mm-hmm. it to be the kind of grandparent relationship. God blimey, <sighs> grandparent. But I think you'd want to help, though, because, it, you know, just having just said that, I know how helpful it was mm-hmm. to have you know, grandparents helping and, you know, even like stuff like you just said about them being sick. If they're sick, they can't go to school or they can't go to a childminder, they can't go to a nursery but they can be looked after by a grandparent. You know, that is invaluable.
1: But then you have to be careful because it depends on what they're all yeah, sick know, with.
0: Yeah, especially now.
1: Mm. I know. And do you really want that, you know, To give that to your grandparents. Yeah, that's, you know, that's something... I think think we've become...
0: Do you think... I think we've become more aware of all that kind of stuff since COVID, where people are much more conscious of not infecting anybody with anything yeah because before I mean yeah I know you know you would definitely wouldn't want them to come over if they had a vomiting bug or anything but if they had a cold you wouldn't really Mm. worry about it but now you're much more aware and you're right absolutely because you know parents and grandparents are vulnerable aren't they so Mm -hmm. Yeah. But
1: also from a selfish mm-hmm. point of view, they don't want to have the children get sick and then not be able to do anything themselves because they've been poorly. It's like mm, no, it's a bit rubbish. Absolutely. But I also think, yeah, we- because we're an aging generation. When I look back on my grandparents, they were old. In my head, yeah, like, they were old. And now I look at photo like I look at photos of them and I look at photos of my parents at their what my grandparents were i'm like blimey they don't look anything as old as my grandparents did because i think we're no we're not retiring in the same way and we go off and do more things and i think it's much more kind of i think grandparents also are seeing that they can go off and do different things and like you say go on holidays in
0: retirement
1: there's more to mm. do in retirement because yeah, retirement they don't want to longer. be
0: restricted they don't want to be restricted by having yeah and they are retired they haven't got a job anymore so they don't want to be restricted by what was a job that's the reason you retire mm-hmm. so yeah it is it's definitely something but i mean you see that's why it surprised me going back to the statistic at the front of the at the beginning mm. it, you know that is a huge number given all of the things we've just spoken about yeah Because, you know, that's that there there are a lot of reasons why you wouldn't do it. But then there's a lot of people, you know, that really want to be able to help. So, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, or they live down the road or it's just very flexible. You know, that's the kind of thing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So anyway, thank goodness for grandparents and people that help us out with our children, because I don't think we'd be able to do it without Mm. them. Takes a village. Honestly. Well you do quite a, you do quite a lot, don't you? That kind yeah, of
1: stuff. As yeah. Well, so. Probably not as much yeah. as because I'm quite busy with the b- business. Working. But, yeah, quite um, busy. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Sometimes it is a case of do you need you know, do you need me to have them because you need to do XYZ? Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely fine. It's ha- you know, more than happy to help mm-hmm. out where you can. As you say, but,
0: it does take a village.
1: But it's also, it's hard to, you know, when I think it's my career and I know how tiring having children all day is when they're not yours Mm. and not necessarily in your own home either. I know how tiring that is. Now, what it must feel like for a grandparent, I can only imagine. So it has got to be considered because you are kind of at work in a lot of ways you are yeah you
0: go hmm yeah so well that was a good chat about yeah. grandparents and uh if anybody's interested we have got a whole grandparents section on the blog so and there's a few actual blogs on there um about being a grandparent about you know the issues if sometimes facing issues if you've got grandparents that have different approaches and that kind of thing so we'll link those in the show notes if you fancy having a read but thanks for listening thanks
1: that's everything for today thanks for listening if there's something you'd like us to talk about we'd love you to get in touch and let us know find us on facebook and instagram at bespoke family or head to our website the links are in our show notes
0: Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss the next episode and please give us a rating or review if you like what you hear. We're Bex and Claire and we'll be back soon with another episode of Newborn to Teen and Everything in Between. See you then.